0: This is episode 18, it's called, We Are Able. Hey everyone, it's a very bright life. It sure is, your life is so bright. I gotta wear shades. We are so happy that you're here with us. Let's do this thing. Well, hello everybody. How are you? As I wait in silence because no one can answer me on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so today isn't going to be the topic that I had originally planned on sharing because, you know, stuff happens and I'll get that one out next week or the week after, you know, at some point. Because we had put out a call on social media for some suggested topics and you sent in some really good ones. So we will be covering those in the next few weeks. However, they are pretty meaty you know, like full of substance. So I want to do them justice. So knowing myself and my insomniatic depleted mental state, I um, plus the fact that we just got home from two nights away, uh, I'm going to keep this one simple. Simple, I can do. So side note, related to us going away. I need to share this. I don't need to share it, but I'm going to, because, you know, I can. Yeah, going away was super relaxing. I can't even tell you, but I'm going to tell you. I had posted on Instagram that if you're the parent of a child with disabilities, getting away, like just you and your partner isn't often a possibility because like maybe you don't have adequate care for your child or sometimes one parent has severe anxiety about leaving her daughter, not mentioning any names. But yeah, Adrian and I haven't been away together, just the two of us, like outside of sitting in our yard alone, um, since I think one night we got away together last summer. And uh, so, when some lovely friends invited us up to their cottage for two nights, we put our nerves aside, mostly, and said yes. It is so important for caregivers to have alone time. Time, Tim, what? (laughs) See? my brain the capacity it's not vast I'll tell you but um anyway yeah alone time I'm not talking like in a romantic sexy way sexy time I'm talking well there's that too but I'm talking about time together to just like unwind and chat about things that aren't related to kids so that's what we did we got away and even just the commute to cottage country like just the two of us together was pretty lovely we chatted about so many different things and it was really nice and um Yeah, we are very lucky that my parents live about 25 minutes away from us, so they're really close, and they are exceptional grandparents. They are very capable, and I I think my parents watch Avery more closely than we do, like way more closely, and they're really hands-on, like jump in the pool and splash around with the kids and play board games and bake muffins and do all the things. Like it's basically summer camp for Avery, so she was over the moon to be a grandma papa's house and we feel really grateful that we have that resource because a lot of parents don't. Um this summer though was a bit different because Avery's big brother Sebastian has his driver's license. Not stressful at all and he offered to drive Avery to my parents which is amazing. It makes total sense because their house is the opposite direction of where we were headed But I have to say, I found it really stressful. Like having both children together in a moving vehicle on a busy road, it made my stomach cramp a little bit because you know, that's some precious cargo right there. But um, I thought it through and I decided that it's in everyone's best interest if I just let go a little. So yeah, he drove his little sister to my parents and yes, I did track them on my phone. But they got there safe and sound, and Avery was just so excited to be a passenger in her big brother's car without her parents. That was exciting for her, and um, kind of exciting for me because I was able to, you know, manage. And it's funny, I texted the neighbors to tell them that we were going to be away, and I mentioned how Sebastian was driving his sister solo, and my one neighbor was like, Lisa, he is so protective of Avery, he will probably drive her with his hazards on. So she wasn't wrong. Anyway, that's just a side tangent to say that whether you're a new parent or an old parent who's been doing this for a while, and this applies to parents of typical and atypical kids, I think, all parents have little baby step milestones we need to achieve. So letting Sebastian drive Avery and us being two hours away from her and not just for one night this time, but for two, well, these were big milestones that I achieved this week. And I'm kind of proud of it. Oh, and I even left my phone up at the cottage one afternoon while I was on the dock because I honestly cannot be trusted with my phone near water. And normally I would never do this. Like I always have my phone in my hand or in my pocket just in case, but I fully trusted my parents and I knew that they could handle anything that might come up. Mind you, when I went and looked at my phone about an hour later, there were several missed calls and I'm not gonna lie, I nearly fainted. (laughs) but it all worked out. Okay, moving on to today's topic. And like I said, lots of people sent in questions on Instagram. Thank you very much. And one question was, what is up with the cat? <laughs> so, I thought this week I would address where the a very bright life or Able logo came from and then talk a little bit about the a very bright life website and what we're hoping to accomplish with it. And then I'm going to go unpack because I believe I have a wet bathing suit at the bottom of my bag. Okay, so the orange cat with the sunglasses, our logo, that is based on Avery's flabby tabby cat named Kevin. And the sunglasses represent Avery's bright life. And okay, so when we were deciding what to use as a logo, we had a list of everything under the sun, including a sun. But at one point I looked over and Avery was over in the corner, she was running a cat circus which involved various cat treats and Kevin jumping through a hoop and Avery playing these uncomfortably loud, annoying cat sounds in the background from YouTube. And it occurred to me how instrumental this relationship has been for Avery and for our family. Like whether you're an animal lover or not, I think... It's uh, an undeniable relationship that kids have between themselves and animals. Like it's very unique. And I won't bore you with all the benefits of pets because they're pretty obvious, including everything from camaraderie to companionship to learning responsibility and all the things. I mean, I've had pets all my life. I've had dogs, multiple dogs, fish, rabbits, guinea pigs. I had a gerbil. I love them all. Well, minus the gerbil. He was somewhat creepy and quite rat-like. So don't even get me started on rats. But I, I never had a cat growing up, with the exception of one stray cat I had for like five minutes when I was a kid until my dad's face blew up with hives. And by stray cats, I mean the cat that I somehow forced home with me, possibly against his will. So... Yeah. I'm just not a cat person. And I don't know. Just they've always seemed like a really weird pet to have. Like they're very aloof. They don't need you. And they lick themselves constantly. It's just, it's weird to me. And like my dad, surprise, surprise, I too am grossly allergic to cat fur. However, as parents, you do what you have to do, right? Like parents are suckers. We'll do some pretty wild things to make our children happy. So when Avery was little, like very little, she had two dogs. And one was this sweet little chihuahua named Maya, who Avery just adored. But we had a death in the family that was very traumatic. And the spouse who was left behind was really struggling with loneliness and grief, obviously. And he had a real connection with this little dog. So we decided that it would be best for everyone if he could take the dog and just for the short term to keep him company, right? It felt like the right thing to do. But of course, Avery was devastated, understandably. So when she asked through tears if she could possibly have a kitten to ease the pain, like, what am I gonna say? No. So enter Kevin, the rescue kitten from Michigan. My sister-in-law is a veterinarian. And when I told her that we were on the search, she recommended a male orange tabby because uh, they tend to be the friendliest cats with the most personality. So she was on it and she found Kevin for us. And although he wasn't named Kevin at the time, he was called Diego. Yeah, that didn't work for me. Uh, so Avery renamed him Kevin. So now he's Kevin Diego Thornberry. <laughs> when he's in trouble, we pull out the middle name, you know? Yeah, I'm really glad she changed the name to Kevin because it suits him perfectly. <laughs> Sorry. So yes, Kevin and her cat have been inseparable, and Kevin has been such a great source of comfort and friendship for Avery for the past like seven years. So it just made perfect sense that he should be the face of our website. And um, so here's the seamless segue into what this website is about. So of course it's about Avery. It's about her personally, plus her achievements and her struggles and all those things. And it's also about our family and how we work together as a as a team to support one another. And it's also about supporting our community and sharing what we've learned along the way. Like all the good things that have worked for us, the things that maybe have not. And to that end, we've created a resource page on the website that's always growing. And it's a place with a list of so many of the services and programs and uh, recreational activities and teams and respite programs that we've used and have found useful over the years. And there's also a list of books that we've read and recommend, like books for kids and books for parents. There's also links to websites that we found helpful, plus links to articles that I've either found inspiring or empowering in some way. And the plan here is to keep adding to the list and then updating as necessary. Because sometimes when I go back, like I find broken links or businesses that no longer exist, or in some cases, I've even taken things off the list when I found that they weren't maybe as useful or helpful as I had hoped. But I try to find stuff that I think I would have appreciated knowing about when I was going through stuff, and I try to share things that have value. Like just today, I read this article that mentioned this mom from Ajax, who is the parent of two uh, sons with developmental disabilities, and um, she saw a need for respite care on weekends and after school because care like that, Was really is really hard to find. So she used her professional and personal skills to fill that service gap for families experiencing disability. So of course, I immediately added her information in a link to the resource page because it's so hard to find stuff like that sometimes. And I find if it's just kind of all listed there for people to easily access, I think it's a good thing. And I feel like by sharing these little nuggets with one another, it's a great way to support our community. So If you ever come across a program or a service or even a good book or a TV show or whatever, a podcast, anything that you found to be helpful in some way, I would love it if you could share the link and then I will add it to the resource page and take full credit. (laughs) Just kidding. And of course, on the website, there's um, a blog because, you know, as they say, once a blogger, always a blogger. And um, I'm trying to harvest old stories from my original website. Um, That site was called Forever in Mom Jeans. And that blog focused more on me as a parent, because, like Avery was just a baby when I started that blog, and those were more my stories to tell, I think. But now that she's older, they're less my stories and more her stories. So this new space on a very bright life focuses on Avery's disability journey with the occasional interjection from like her mom and dad. And I'm trying to include stories from the early days because it's been brought to my attention that there are parents, who are just starting out on this disability path and they might benefit from tips and tricks and also the big stumbles and the little stumbles we've had along the way so far but I'm also trying to let Avery have a voice here like in each story when it's appropriate because some of the stories are probably not age appropriate or they might be like TMI for Avery so when they suit her I'm talking to her about the story we discuss it and then I ask for her opinions and viewpoints about her experience from what she can recall or if she has any advice going forward. So at the end of each post, you'll find something called Avery Says. Can you feel the air quotes? Um, Where she's able to share her voice. I'm planning to write about raising a teenage girl who has developmental disabilities because I've been looking and there's not a lot out there. Um, So I thought we could contribute to that space. And this is where I'm looking to parents ahead of us for guidance and information. You know, they've been there and I, I have to say Google is fantastic. Facebook, like there's all these resources where you can find information, but I swear to God talking to parents who have walked the walk and who've been there and are living it are the best source of information. They know more than most doctors I've met. Uh, They'll tell it to you like real. And um, I just thought it would be helpful to share both experiences. Like, raising a baby, toddler, school aged child, but also raising a teen and young adult. They're all very specific stages with unique challenges and supports. But of course, there's always the common thread of disability that runs throughout the experience. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I have to go do some laundry now. God, my life is so glamorous. Uh, But if you haven't been over to visit AVeryBrightLife.com, I would love it if you could pop over and just say hi and... If you ever have any questions or things you want us to write about or talk about, we are wide open for suggestions. And if you'd like to leave us a comment on one of the blog posts, that would be delightful. Like, remember the good old days when on blogs we would have conversations in the comment section? I think that was a long time ago, but I think those days are a done bun. I think the conversation has moved exclusively over to social media. But uh, a blogger can help, right? Right. Well, this was the portion where Avery was going to talk about um, why everybody should have a pet and what she, lo- she loves most about her cat, Kevin. And she was also going to talk about why she enjoys sharing her opinions on the Avery Says component of the website. So those were her her contributions to this episode. However, what we didn't plan for was her brother taking her to the park, which is absolutely lovely. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Southern Ontario. And they were going to get out and get some fresh air. And she was riding um, her adult tricycle. So this was my brilliant idea to order this for an early birthday gift. It's like, um, it's an adult tricycle. So picture just like a regular big old bike, but with three tires instead of tires, three wheels instead of Oh, good Lord. It's not that difficult. It's a three wheel bike. (laughs) Any the who she loves it. It's bright pink. It's got, um, it's got a bell on it. It's got a big basket in the back where she puts like an assortment of things. And so she was driving her bike down the hill and her brother was cautioning her to slow down and pay attention. And well, she unfortunately took uh, a corner too sharply and she bit it. So she she hit the ground and she broke her fall with her face. But luckily, instead of turning veering into the street, she veered into someone's lawn. So that's great. so she fell, but she unfortunately bit through her lip, not all the way through, but like pretty deeply. So oh, so I heard the garage door open and they were returning and I opened my I opened the door with the expectation of I don't know, them returning to get a water bottle or something. I didn't expect to see the bloodbath that was standing before me. So (gasps) yeah, anyway, she's okay. And she wanted me to tell you that she's all right. And she also told me that she was very, very sorry for hurting herself. God bless that kid. So she's currently sitting on the couch with her brother and she is all cleaned up and she's got an ice pack on her lip. And she will be back next week with a joke and with her just sunny self. So all is well. And if you want to buy a bike, a three-wheel trike, Um, I've got one for sale because never again. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Your support means so much to us, so thank you for cheering us on and for sharing the podcast. We are thrilled that this bright, beautiful community is growing this way. If you know somebody who you think might dig this podcast, please go ahead and share. And if you'd like to leave us a comment, we would love to hear from you. You can leave us an audio message through the Anchor app. I know it sounds super technical, but it's actually pretty easy. Or you can comment old-timey style by leaving us a comment on our podcast page, which is linked in the show notes. Or come on over to Instagram and chat with us there. Thank you again for listening and we'll talk to you next week.